Welcome to the NAFCO Working Film Title Podcast. Uh, today, I'd like to sponsor the West PA Systems, your electrical build contractor for your 21st century needs, as well as Dakota, the Dubois Council on the Arts. Uh, today, we have a very special guest who is not a filmmaker, not an actor, but he is a board member of the, of the Northern Appalachian Film Collective. I'd like to welcome Paul Gerritsen. How are you doing, Paul? Fantastic. How are you doing? Well, pretty solid. I just got a new editing computer, which our listeners might be kind of interested in. But so I'm I'm pretty excited. It's all up to date. I can have 4K editing abilities, um, ray tracing. If you're getting into the new stuff with the video games, but you know, this day and age, if you buy a PC for uh, for for editing at the 4K level, you're basically getting into the gaming PC world, and then it's all kind of just comes with the the table. But um, well, congrats! You, uh, well, thank you. Thanks for yeah, having well, me on. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, you get to be the inaugural the inaugural thing that I do with this machine. Um, so thirteen hundred dollars later, here we are. So the um, what? Uh, so the reason that I'm bringing on Paul on today's show is that Paul and I are going to be having a sister podcast to the working film title podcast. It's also going to be associated with NAFCO and, but we're going to actually discuss not film, but the NFL specifically the new England Patriots and the Buffalo bills for this. Don't you mean the Buffalo bills and New England Patriots? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. However you want to put it. And really we're, 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 it's, it's, it's covering the forefront teams of the AFC East. Very, uh, you know, and, and um, it's going to be an interesting year. So we figured it's a good year to do this. Every week we're going to have a podcast up. And we'll be uh, forwarding links to that on our, our page, nafco.org slash podcast. Um, but, so, Paul, what, what's your, your thoughts yourself on, on this new venture of ours? Well, I think it's very, uh, <laughs> it's much needed in this area because there's so many New England and Bills fans. Um, it's going to be a treasure trove of looking at this season because of the, the COVID. And it, it's information everybody wants and craves because of what's happening. Yeah, well, we can talk a little bit about what's happening. For instance, before we got on, we were talking about the the divorce of Brady and Belichick. So that's definitely going to be a forerunning plot point to this year's well, podcast for us. For the past five years, you have to admit, uh, we always saw Brady's retirement. We always saw Belichick's retirement. And we're wondering who's going to win, who's going to last out. And it's an exciting subject we're going to talk about in, in the next few weeks or finally for the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we got, and, and you got, um, now you have Cam Newton and Allen on, you know, their respective teams. Um, both, uh, Allen is kind of coming into himself. He's starting to enter the early part of what you'd kind of consider veteran years. Here he's not a sophomore anymore. And then you got Cam Newton, a veteran, but, you know, he might be, might be coming declining. out, you know, how do you know how he's going to do after declining. injury? Declining. <coughs> Declining. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, 
who knows? I mean, well, he hasn't played in a year. He hasn't looked at a playbook in a year. We'll talk about that. Yeah, but that's the kind of stuff we're going to be talking about. Um, so, and we're also, you know, we're looking to uh, expand the the NAFCO podcast network to two shows now. Uh, maybe eventually we'll get three, four, and five, but right now we're going to be just starting off with our second show. And uh, so it, it it should be interesting. I know it's going to up my workload, but it, it's only going to run through the season, right, Paul? Just for the season. Yep. Uh, unless, you know, well, Bills win the Super Bowl, then we can, yeah. Well, well yeah, I'm I guess I can see Consider AFC East activity within the playoffs also viable as well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so. We'll also bring on some guests, I hope, uh, from Pittsburgh and from other places that who share our game with, with New England and Buffalo and some other points of view. I can't see any other point of view, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah, so, the uh, yeah, Paul, Paul is very much the Bills uh, that's something I don't think I think people are getting the vibe of it. But Paul's very much the man behind the bills. That's really going to be the forerunner of the the bills knowledge base. And then I'm going to take over the New England Patriots side of the situation. And uh, so it's it's uh, there's very much a bias there. So, nope. but, but we'll have both biases coming to the table. We're going to talk about conspiracy theories of why eight. New England Patriots decide to go and sit down, but it's okay. We'll talk about that conspiracy later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, also, if you change the letters in conspiracy, it also means truth. Uh, what do you mean? Well, uh, for New England, I, come on, it's a, it's a it's really it's it's a well planned thing by Belichick. Why eight players sit? But we'll talk about that in the future. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm actually pretty pretty curious to talk about that one because I don't think I've heard too much on that. I know Devin McCourty bitched and moaned about the whole process here, but yeah, that, yeah. COVID has got I, I all have sports a screwed up. Part for Hightower next week. I got I got some secrets that I've not uh, that you have not heard of, but mm. I've heard some things from reliable sources reliable sources of the high tower situation but anyway let's move on <laughs> yeah so um uh, one thing i do want to touch upon about the nfl um that uh is it, it, just kind of, kind of recent news i'll just blab about it right here it, it is is the madden franchise the video game franchise put out by electronic arts ea that this year i i bought the game myself got it on launch day on friday and I, I played it. I'm already ranked. Right now, geek. I'm ranked about 14,000th in the geek. world on the game. My God, you're such a geek. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so the thing is, though, is that it it is um, 40. It, it's got a 60 or 65 Metacritic rating by the critics, and then it's got a, an audience score of 0.4. Hmm. Did you spell Metacritic? What is Metacritic? Metacritic. Oh, you go to go. That's a uh, website for ratings. It's like the uh, overarching authority on ratings for video games across the board. 
Okay. So, so these are scores out of a hundred. Now the, the critics are, are the pros that go through there just like a film critic, like rot, they're kind of like the rotten tomatoes. So yeah, for our audience, rotten tomatoes would be the comparison website where you have the critic score and the audience score. The audience score was the lowest of all time for any video game ever released at wow. 0.4% positive review. Now that's four for every thousand users gave it a positive review. Now, 60% is the, also the lowest critics rating a Madden title's ever received. Uh, there's issues where, for instance, we're in franchise mode. If you get to the Super Bowl, it calls it Super Bowl 54 for this year's Super Bowl. Like, they didn't even change the name of the Super Bowl. And, uh, and that, that's, that's just one example of the laziness that was applied. Now, I, for one, I play head-to-head. That's why I have this, the ranking, ranked games, ranked matches head-to-head. And I have um, noticed a great influx in offensive gameplay. Defense kind of blows. It's very difficult to defend in that game. But uh, I also kind of like, I'm also kind of realizing there's things though that they do that's kind of lazy. Like, for instance, Hightower sitting out. Well, I just slap him back into the roster to not lose, it, lose that ability there. Um, things like, like that. To me. All right. It sounds like Belichick to you, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really curious to hear what you have to say about this next week with Hightower, right. with uh, yeah. with Marcus Cannon. He, he's gone too, and it's going to be uh, – yeah, those are, those are the two biggest names that I'm concerned over with the Patriots sit-out situation. <laughs> well, we're going to move on that also. We're going to touch on other things, I hope. Um the best Super Bowl anthem, um, Whitney Houston or anybody else. Uh, that was a Bills game, by the way. Um, you know, you can pick any of the 20 Super Bowl appearances Patriots made in the past five years and pick pick the best one. Pick the best uh, national anthem singer and beats Whitney Houston at the from the Bills game. Try it. Listen to it. Yeah, okay. I'm just I telling have, you. There's things we're, we're not just on numbers and all that stuff. We're talking yeah. on icons and, and things like that's associated with it. So we're not just. Yeah, like the best uh, Bills Super Bowl appearances in the last decade. We can do a top 10 of that. Yes, we can. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be they, 10 hey, seconds they, of silence. They give four tickets to every player, okay? Enough said. <laughs> anyway, we were there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, the uh, now now you've been to a lot of uh, a lot of NFL games. Now, didn't you say I could be wrong on this? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. So forgive me. If I am, didn't you say one time you use like your college or high school press pass to get like a sideline view at, at, at Orchard Park there? Yes, yeah, so I was on the yearbook staff and they gave me a press pass, which was their demise. And uh, <laughs> I got in, I wore it on my neck and I handed out my hand when they stamping all the press people for credentials and I got on the field. So I only had a clipboard. So <laughs> yeah. I had a- <laughs> that's pretty good. So 
I don't know if you can do that today. <laughs> Damn 9-11, which is coming up, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, so, that's yeah, actually a, a relative I, of mine's I, I, I birthday. I have on-field professional football experience. How about that? Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's one way of getting there. In NAFCA, we have our own press passes, too, by the way, which um, we don't necessarily recommend you using for nefarious purposes. However, if you can make it work for you, you know, we'll uh, let you let, let it work out. But um, I'm telling you, you know. clipper, clipboard helps out to let you know. Yeah, bring a clipboard and join NAFCO yep. at nafco.org, and uh, you can... Uh, yeah, you go far. Trespass. You go far. Yeah, you can really get a lot done. Yes, you can. Go NAFCO. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, so you um, so let's let's talk a little bit about yourself, Paul. In the sense, now you did you ever play football? I'm just curious. Actually, this is just me shooting the. I went to a highly minority school, and I was the kicker. Okay. And um, I, I did very well. Um, I lost a state championship for the team. Oh, you missed a kick. A uh, couple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't get that far you know, in football, were, actually. Bring that up. Bring that up. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, my own football playing experience, I got up to uh, high school. Um, basically, I mean, I did fine at the JV level, never converted into varsity very much. It was like only got a few plays at that level. And then I converted over to announcing actually on the strongest daytime signal in New England for radio. Um, that's part of my forerunning experience to uh, podcasting here actually, but, uh, we, we ended up just following the varsity team and I was the announcer. So, so at least you were on the field for the state championship. I ended up just being up in the announcer's booth for the state championship. Uh, you had better position than I did at that time. So, so anyway, well, it's a better view. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, let's talk about something else, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you did go. You did. You did. You got a golf scholarship, though, to go to college. So you do have some sporting, uh, you know, um, prowess there. Why? Well, yes, the I did. And our actually our NAFCO team participated in the Chamber and JC's tournament. And the best news we heard from that is that we did not cheat. <laughs> That's far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i was told i gave her a score at the end there so well at least you did not cheat <laughs> so that's good yeah, news that's, that's the thing that. yeah that's the thing with those tournaments that everybody seems to say is that they have the uh Every tournament, I'm actually pretty bummed because the company I work for for my day job, they canceled their tournament. They had a best ball tournament that was supposed to be in September here this month, and and they've canceled it due to COVID concerns. Well, it's kind of a bummer, but the JCs, New Boy Chamber of Commerce, and NAFCO, um, well, NAFCO was participating well, in their actually, tournament. Actually, 
actually what they actually told me when I turned our card in, well, at least you're not New England. Oh my God. We, we <laughs> hey, well, we did have cameras on the field. We were right. the closest to New England that we had, you know? I mean, I, I don't know that Mike Gaffner didn't have um, cam- illegal camera angles. Uh, well. I still haven't. See, now I have the editing computer so I can check. That's talent wasted, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a... Uh... <sighs> Yeah, well, yeah. Michael Gaffner was actually on two weeks ago on the sh- on the show, so if anybody wants to check out that episode, they can. Um, well, I'd like to first of all, thank uh, the chamber and Jody and everybody else who to help participate in us, letting us be there. And we, you know, we're excited for the next year and it's big plans for NAFCO as far as somehow filming something creative and we'll make that a. Really good experience for everybody. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, the, uh, the the unlimited beer was pretty nice, except for when Adam Ristaw, who was also on the show, his wife decided to tell her, we're all good, and then she drove off while all of us were dry on yeah, our beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I gave him crap about that last night. <laughs> we were playing Call of Duty Warzone together. Never tell the beer girl that we're okay. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a yeah. rookie mistake. It's okay. It won't happen again. <laughs> you know, she, it won't because she saw the entire, like, the we had the film crew and all the golfers <laughs> raising our arms in the air going, whoa. <laughs> hey, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> it was a great experience. Thank you, JCs and Chamber. So... <laughs> I agree. No, oh, thank you. Um, and uh, on next for NAFCO. What was that, Paul? I, I didn't quite get you. What's going on next for NAFCO? What's going on next for NAFCO? Hmm. We have dinner and a movie. Is that coming up soon, or do we have? We're planning the Builders event. I okay. think that's really our next thing because um, they're not allowing. For anybody at the uh, the Dubois Diner, honestly, it's very hard to find a dinner and a movie setting right now. Uh, this is all COVID based. We're in Pennsylvania, and Tom Wolf has these restrictions that are uh, they might be acceptable in my mind. I'm just going to speak freely here and say they might be acceptable in places like like Philadelphia, maybe even Harrisburg or, or Pittsburgh. But when you get out into rural western pennsylvania is not the same culture and not the same setting in any way as it is in philadelphia and so i i don't think it's actually necessary what what is going on with the restaurant industry in this area but it's being enforced that we have uh 25 capacity at all our restaurants and um and that, that, that's an issue that actually uh, – sometimes I think Pennsylvania should be split into two states, eastern and western Pennsylvania, because it, it, it's nice to live in a swing state. However, our, the cultures are completely different. So you have people out of Philadelphia telling people in Dubois what to do, and, and it's one of those things where it just it just doesn't really work out that way, and and, and – 
doesn't really work out for everybody involved. And, and, and you see that with presidential elections and, and senatorial elections, for instance. This is one of the hardest states to win in and, and, and to maintain. It, you know, If you're doing any kind of statewide election here in Pennsylvania, it's actually one of the hardest states to win and maintain that, uh, that spot. Um, it's one of the most um, volatile political uh, environments that you can have partially because of this divide it, it's very much split culturally between eastern and western pennsylvania so where i'm going with that is that even though i feel like we would be safe to do an event we are really stuck between a rock and a hard place due to the way the politics of pennsylvania are right now so i would like us though to to have that builders rocks which is a state park it's outdoors so and it won't be dinner in a movie so much as well. I mean, you can get dinner. Maybe the maybe there'll be vendors there serving dinner, but at the Builders Rock State Park, I, I think that we'll be able to hold an event. From last I've heard, um, well, have I, you heard anything from them? I talked to Barbara, and uh, I was I actually camped there uh, two week uh, last week, and uh, th they planned something like a a Halloween light. So we're going to see what they're going to do and see what they come up with the plan. I'm going to talk to their board there and uh, we'll go from there. So, but yeah. we'll, we'll participate, whatever they do. And uh, we'll, you know, let an assistance, but still we'll have a, a, a tent and a booth and we'll wear masks and social distance and everything we need. I pretty much guarantee there's no haunted hayride. So maybe a walking haunted thing. That's something mm. that could be, that could work. So. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll go with Barb and Dennis's lead, and we'll figure that out. And uh, anything else when we may do our, our kids club and everything else, um, you know, we're on on hold. Um, what we could do is do things virtually, just like school. Center County just got forty-seven in one day, new cases, so they're probably shutting the schools down next week. Um, so kids club, I don't know that's up in the air. So uh, do boys got seven today. Uh, new I, I know Warren County is also reporting a whole bunch of issues, uh, with the, the school system reopening and all these cases. Although that's, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to tell whether or not this is just a, a, a test that's too sensitive now. There's a lot of talks on that. I mean, there, there's just so much to go over with that. that I'm not going to turn the podcast into just a long COVID podcast. But, but as far yeah. as NAFCO is concerned and the kids club goes, we I think that our board's opinion is let's let school open up. We'll see how it goes and go from there. And it's looking like. It's looking like it might not go so well, but if it does end up turning back around to where school's just functioning totally fine, I think at that point, you know, maybe sometime later this fall, we can make a good judgment call on, on how we can open that up. And if we can get some venues, like maybe some restaurants or someplace that's free for us to host, uh, host a meeting, especially, uh, uh, you know, the kids... Well meeting i think that that would help too if we can Charles, get rid of this 25 percent now the pulaski has their back room uh available for rent for like 50 bucks mm -hmm. there, there, there's different things we can do to be creative about it 
but can we bring people in? That that's that's what's up in the air. Um, we did file for some grants and some encouraging mm. things on that. So th there's some good stuff happening in NAPCO. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the grants were, uh, um, yeah. Uh, I guess we probably—I I don't want to get too in depth with the uh, the financials at NAFCO, but uh, being a nonprofit, we do look towards grants to uh, to bring in an income for us. We also do look at viewers or listeners, like wh whoever's listening right now, because um, we've actually been receiving some uh, donations through. The, if you go to nafco.org/podcast. We actually can end. Uh, you, there's a link to help support our podcast. There's monthly subscriptions. Any amount it helps. You know, I mean, a lot of people select the ten dollar nine ninety nine subscription per month, and there's even people that donate. You know, a dollar per month. I, I look at it as a value for value system. What value you get out of the podcast? You know, donate what value you feel you're getting out of the podcast. You know, um, it's a uh, it's a good way to keep it. It's not the podcast is done to get NAFCO's information out there and also to entertain the listeners as well as looked at as a potential if it, you know revenue stream for this nonprofit organization. And any donation made to the podcast goes directly to NAFCO, so it's actually tax deductible as we're a five hundred one c three. That's great information there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we also we also have a smile.amazon account. If you go to smile.amazon.com, you can actually any Amazon purchase will go to us as well. Um, so that's actually one way uh, to also donate where you don't spend any of your own money. You're just well, you're spending your money on Amazon, money that you would already spend on Amazon, but it's it's like a half a percent of all the money that you're spending on Amazon will kick over to NAFCO and uh, again also a tax deductible donation and uh, so it's one of those things where uh, you can kind of have your cake and eat it too with that one because you're not actually spending anything extra and yet you're also donating to a nonprofit. Once again, uh, NAFCO is a not-for-profit. <laughs> yes. Nonprofit. What's the difference? Non well nonprofit wait not for profit or nonprofit I think that's non just the yeah that's right. the same same thing it's just different ways of saying it five hundred one c three is the technical definition basically what we do is we give to the community none of us take salaries we try to go and be creative in the arts for film and other art forms of the community and mm -hmm. it's all that's all we do. And we participate. We like you guys, everybody listening, to participate. Yes, right? and uh, yeah, and and memberships are only five dollars a year uh, to become a member of NAFCO. Uh, you, you, you know, you can just go to nafco.org and yeah. uh, take a look at our memberships. You can, you can find that in your couch. So what? You can find that in your couch. Change. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I got five bucks on my couch. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, and that gets a full year of membership. That's and, uh, 
and, and then you can get listed, especially if you're an aspiring filmmaker or artist of any kind. Uh, it, you can actually look, uh, we, you can get yourself put onto our directory, which is also located at NAFCA.org. And, and you can actually, that way it gets, it's just like one more foot in the door on an internet presence for you as an artist. So. And very good on your resume too. You're trying mm -hmm. to be an aspiring uh, artist. So, yep. Very good. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, so next week, you know, we don't even, we're promoting this podcast right now. We didn't even set a time for when we're going to release it. <laughs> well, we will figure that out. So uh, anyway, so next week at some point we'll have it. I'll mention it what time that it's released on next working film title podcast, but, uh, we're going to have the informally right now. I'll just call it the AFC East podcast by NAFCO. And we, uh, I'll be promoting it some more throughout the year here on this podcast and uh, but next week is going to be our first episode, and that's going to be sort of the episode where we really actually talk about a lot of things we touched upon today. Uh, we're going to actually dive into it, get that you know, get nitty gritty, get on our hands and knees, and actually deal with those subjects. Um, and, and it's the subjects about the preseason and going into the season, and then from there we're just going to be actually covering the season itself from from that point forward. So that's that's the way that's going to go for the uh, AFC East podcast. Fantastic, Barry. Um, yes. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Is there? Yeah, and uh, usually right now is when I say, is there any way that people want to reach out to you that they can? Um, is there any public? You're you're not really a public personality like some of the other people I usually take on this podcast. Um, but either Barry. Yes, yeah, so he's very private. So, very you know, we're not going to do that promo because there's really not not much to promote except for the podcast itself, which will be available on any platform that uh, that you get podcasts, such as as the uh, Apple Podcast, anything that you're listening to this on. Quite frankly, if you're hearing my voice right now, just go back to that same app, and, and this will be there: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You name it. So, and, and and once again, I'd like to thank our sponsors. That's the West PA Systems, uh, your your electrical build contractor for your 21st century needs, and Dakota, the Dubois Council on the Arts. This has been the NAFCO Working Title Podcast.